630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. This evening, six minutes left in the first period. Coyotes lead the Senators 2-1. The Oilers back at it tomorrow. They will be taking on the Detroit Red Wings at Rogers Place. Face-off show at 5.30 for Furnace Family Oilers Hockey. The game will start at 7. And the Oilers' playoff hopes getting a boost with recent results. Of course, the Oilers have won two in a row. The Vegas Golden Knights have lost four straight. So the two teams are tied for third in the Pacific Division. When you look at points, but the Oilers now have the advantage because they have two games in hand. Vegas right now has the second wild card spot. The Oilers have third in the Pacific. Uh, Dallas, the best non-playoff team, their advantage against uh, Vegas is they have four games in hand on the Golden Knights. So just a quick playoff breakdown, and the Oilers can help themselves this week playing three non-playoff teams: Detroit, then Buffalo. And then New Jersey, uh, those three teams are actually in order in the Eastern Conference standings. You got Detroit with 55 points, New Jersey with 49, Buffalo with uh, 48. Detroit has been given up a ton of goals lately. Uh, they allowed nine in a game. They lost that uh, one a couple of weeks ago to Toronto, 10-7. Ken Cal from the Red Wings is going to check in a little bit later on to talk about what has been going south for the Red Wings a little bit lately. Fun times. Fun times in the playoff chase. Yeah, yeah it'd be cool to be free and clear and uh, have one sewed up for sure, but this is better than being out of it, and the Oilers are right in the thick of a chase uh, and had some pretty good results lately, and a guy who's been the backbone of it is a player who has been much discussed on this show and every other sports talk show in Edmonton and at all your water coolers, basements, viewing parties, uh, all wherever you take in your hockey and discuss it. And that, of course, is goaltender Miko Koskinen, who has been doing very, very well lately. I think I got to give him credit. I have said numerous times on this show that I think Miko Koskinen is a decent NHL backup. Lately, he's looked better than that. And the Oilers are probably going to continue to need him to look better than that because uh, I think he's likely going to be the Oilers goaltender of record going forward. And we'll talk about that as we move along tonight as well. But what is the knock on Miko Koskinen? What is the fear concerning Miko Koskinen? Well, the more he plays, then his game might start to drop off. Now, that hasn't happened here really since January 22nd. He's been quite good. The workload since then has been, you know, busy, I guess, but not overwhelming. I mean, he hasn't had to play a lot of three and four or start seven games in a row or anything like that. He has had breaks, and uh, even now he's going to make another start, but this is a stretch where the Oilers played last Wednesday, played Saturday, now playing on a Tuesday, so three games in seven days, not overly taxing. But that is the knock on Miko Koskinen, and you can look at the numbers over the years, 
Uh, you can talk to people, not just who cover the Oilers, but who cover the NHL, saying that is the concern about Koskinen. The more he plays, then you start to lose some of that consistency and you might start to have the greater likelihood of a poor start or a poor goal against. Well, Koskinen was flat out asked that today as he spoke after Oilers practiced. Do you need to prove that you can handle a heavy workload? I think that's something what you guys pretty much made up in your heads. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to buy that. I'm, uh, I'm going to do my thing and uh, go one day at the one, one day at the time, and uh, I'm not worried about that. Well, first of all, I love that he said that. I, I, I think we could probably all argue, like I said, either going through his game logs or just the feel we get from watching Koskinen when he's played more often, that uh, I, I think the, that that would be a concern. I, I don't think it's something that is made up or just in people's heads. But I do like that he answered the question that way, that he said, I'm, I'm not going to buy that. And if you're the athlete himself, well, why would you buy it? Why would you worry about a goal you let in last March against whatever team in the Canadian division or two years ago? He has to think about what's coming up ahead because the opportunity ahead for the Oilers and for Koskinen is pretty exciting when you think about it, and I said this to Rob Brown after the game on Saturday, and, and we had a bit of a debate about Koskinen and uh, the way he's perceived and the likelihood of him excelling, but it is an opportunity here that if he plays really well down the stretch and the Oilers do something significant in the playoffs, it could totally change how he's remembered with the team. Now, look, Mike Smith is still going to have games. You look at the schedule ahead here, Detroit, Buffalo, New Jersey, Colorado, Dallas, between now and next Tuesday, I, I would think Mike Smith is probably going to get two games in there. He has been practicing. He is healthy. Stuart Skinner has been sent back to the farm. Certainly the back-to-back -back Colorado and Dallas, we're going to see Mike Smith. Uh, but right now, it seems like Miko Koskinen is the guy. Stuart Skinner, who has been much debated. The, we know the Oilers' preference is to have him on the farm, playing a lot of games for the Condors. So I think Koskinen's going to get the opportunity to prove that he can really handle a workload and handle being a number one guy and handle getting a team into the postseason. Because as I said, the Oilers are in a better spot than they were a week ago. They're still not in a great spot. There's a lot of points that still have to be banked. The recent run for Koskinen, 9-1-2 in his last 13 appearances. He did appear against Minnesota. He didn't get a decision in that game. He has a 9.22 save percentage, really good in that run, a 2.46 goals against average, and he got his first shutout of the season. So I asked Koskinen today, flat out, is this the best you have played with the Oilers? I don't know. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, past is past, and uh, tomorrow is a new game, and you just have to keep your focus in there. And uh, right away, when you, when you start, like, uh, thinking about what happened in the past, you're you're going to lose the next game, so it's not really helpful. If you think about what happened in the past, you're going to lose the next game. That's how Koskinen is looking at this. I have to say, it was really refreshing to hear from him today. He uh, he answered the questions. Uh, you know, he answered the questions that might have had a little bit of a critical or doubting lean to them. And he, I think he was pretty honest about his mindset. He gave a really interesting clip a couple of weeks ago. He said, I don't care about the, my personal stats. He basically said, I'm too old to care about stats. I just want to win. 
<laughs> so I, I kind of followed up with that today. I said, like, like, really? You just don't look at any stats at all? Only interest about the standings, where we stand, and we need to be in a, we need to be in the playoffs to win the Stanley Cup. Well, that's true. You need to be in the playoffs to win the Stanley Cup. All he cares about is the standings. Fair comment. And I kind of followed up on that, and I said, okay, that's what you think now. Did, did you ever look at stats earlier in your career, or are there ever points where you might peek at something like a save percentage or a power play stat or anything like that? Yeah, of course. Like when uh, when the season is over, you can uh, have a look there. But, you know, it's not even the stats. You know, after the game, if you played well or not, it's you can have like 85 save percentage after the game. You still, still played well or maybe 92 and you didn't play that well. So it's those are just just stats and um, we're more worried about the standings. Okay, so that is Koskinen's approach. And if really, if you were in that position, probably the only one you can take. Like I said, we all know last season he played a game against the Vancouver Canucks and he faced four shots on goal and he gave up four goals. If he's thinking about that tomorrow night or game one of the playoffs, if and when the Oilers get there, that's not a good sign. So he's pretty much got one option here. And, uh, you know, he is an experienced goaltender. He has played professionally a long time. And I have to give him credit for how he has played lately. We have not seen a lot of questionable goals. We have seen some very good goaltending. We've seen some nights he's been obviously better than the guy at the uh, other end and somewhere he's at least matched the guy at the other end and has given the Oilers a chance to win. So, so good for him. Uh, you know, there was a call to overtime open line after the game to Rob and me, and, and, uh, and Rob and I kind of got into a heated discussion about it. Uh, because Rob said Koskinen's history doesn't matter. And I said, how can you say that to this fan base? Of, of course his history matters, because it's why people still sometimes get nervous watching him. Or maybe you're thinking, well, he's, he's good, but if, at what point does he break if he, play, if he has too many starts? And Rob's counter to that was all the athletes and the coaches and the players care about are what is happening now. And right now he's doing the job. And as we hear from those comments Koskinen made today, if he's being 100% honest with us, and I have no reason to think that he isn't, he's pretty good at blocking out the noise and just thinking about what he has to do. And head coach Jay Woodcroft commented on that. My experience being around Miko, I, uh, the impression I have is someone who's uh, dialed in and very focused on doing his job. So he's not worried about doing anyone else's job other than his own. Um, uh, so I've been impressed with his level of concentration and, and focus on just trying to uh, play his part. And um, I've seen a goalie that, that uh, day in, day out, uh, game in, game out, gives his team a chance to win. Okay, so that's where we're at. We've been talking about it all year. Oilers goaltending. And, and I would argue the last seven weeks, probably the best stretch of goaltending we've seen all year. And Koskinen is the, is the main guy. Can you be comfortable with that? We don't think there's going to be a trade for a goaltender. Trade deadline's one week from today, by the way. I, I think the position the Oilers most likely adjust is the defense. So are you willing to ride it with Koskinen or are you just doom and gloom? Like the caller said on Saturday night to me and Rob, 
The Oilers can't win a Stanley Cup with Koskinen, so who cares if he's doing well now? I think that might be a little harsh. I mean, you got to give the chance the guy a chance to perform. 780-496-0063 is the hotline powered by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. You can follow me on Twitter, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. And the email, and I got an email from the Big L, inside sports at 630ched.com. He says, Reed, as you just mentioned, out of all the Oilers' interesting storylines this season, Koskinen's recent elevation in consistently good play has to be tops. If it's for real and he maintains this level of play the rest of the season, it could very well be equivalent to Holland signing a top-tier tender next week. Hopefully they can land a solid defender to help defend the ice in front of Koskinen. Mm Well, and how much is uh, and how much is is some improved improved defensive play since Woodcroft took over? They are giving up fewer odd man rushes, and most games giving up fewer grade A opportunities, which has to help the goaltending too. And uh, Koskinen did comment on that today too. We'll get to that exact clip. Happy to have you chime in. Kyler Yamamoto is coming up on the show between six thirty and seven. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. I can tell you that uh, Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs has been suspended two games. He cross-checked Buffalo's Rasmus Dahlin yesterday during the Heritage Classic. He leads the NHL with 45 goals this season. We do have a trade to tell you about the Avalanche. Get Josh Manson from the Ducks. That's significant in exchange for prospect Drew Hellison and Colorado's second-round pick in 2023. Manson, uh, solid player, doesn't get a lot of, uh, doesn't do a lot offensively. But I don't think that's why Colorado is getting him. He has nine points in 45 games this season. Plays just under 20 minutes a night. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto coming up. Between 6:30 and 7, talking about Miko Koskinen, Oilers goaltending here in the first half hour, and Koskinen elaborated on what he sees in front of him defensively lately. For me, it feels that we're playing like tighter. We're taking um, time and space away, which makes, which makes me the, like makes the reads easier for me, you know, when there's no time and space and uh, you kind of knew where the puck is going to go next. And that's, uh, that's been a big part for our game the last couple of weeks. Yeah, probably some better defensive play as well, which has uh, helped the Oilers goaltending. We got Sir Robert on the Certainty Hotline. Sir Robert, nice to hear from you. Go ahead. Uh, hey, Reed, how you doing? Good. Well, I mean, you know what? I guess, uh, I guess the one thing, I'll, uh, the one thing I guess uh, I will say, I guess, is that you know, when the season started, I was not, I was not, I was not at all confident that Koskinen could could do the job. I didn't, I didn't see him in this position at all being, well, more or less our starter. But, I mean, you know what? I think most people, including myself, if, you know, if, if somebody had said Boskin is going to be 21-9-3, I, I don't think anybody would have complained about that. So the guy who called after the game said Koskinen only has that record just because the Oilers got a, uh, scored a lot of goals for him early in the season. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, I, I personally, I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, not really. Because, I mean, yeah, okay, 
those, those first few games, yeah, the Oilers, the Oilers were scoring a lot, and the power play was just uh, the power play was just downright nuts. We both know that at like 45 or 50 percent or whatever the heck it was. But you know what? Overall, overall, to me, right now, my confidence in in Boston, I wouldn't say it's full confidence, but. I'm definitely confident that Koskinen can lead us to the playoffs. Whether or not he can, he can, he can take us deep. That's to me, that's a whole other story. But you know what? I like where we are now. All right. Thank you, Sir Robert. It's nice to hear from you. Well, and that's the question I bring up. Koskinen can get you into the playoffs. Can he help you do damage once you get there? I will say this. I've, I've talked a lot about this stat the last couple of months. Five-on-five five save percentage. The Oilers are down 19th, and you're probably thinking, well, that's still not that great, but a few weeks ago it was 26-27. So they are getting a little better in that category. Kyler Yamamoto on Koskinen and seeing some of his mentors succeed. He's next on Inside Sports. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.